Welcome to the Pillage Cast, episode number 31. Thank you so much for being here with us. My name is Josh. I'm going to be your host today. And uh, I've got the uh, the Pillage team here. Gates is on his mic. Downloaders. Phil is here. What's happening? And in, uh, in, a, in a crazy double way, you're listening to our special guest, not just once but twice, Mr. Chris Ferris is here. What's up? You can America. hear him singing and talking. Whoa, no! <laughs> that's crazy. Wow, it's, it's just like I'm there in the studio. With you. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, incredible. That's like yeah. 3D and stereo yeah. all together. It's no, kind of it's kind of scary. This might blow you away, but there's no auto tuning on any of that just now. Wow. Really? Yeah. yeah, that was all me. I'm <laughs> yeah, I'm shocked. Yeah, I don't know if I can believe you. Well, on anything, it's time for time for you to start being a believer. <laughs> How are you doing, sir? I'm good. Thank you for yeah. being back on the show. Second appearance. Great to be here again. Yeah, we should make a little uh, notch belt where we can... After 10, I'm <laughs> supposed to get something free. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. You were on the 10th you episode. You free download of one of now our episodes. Now you're on the 31st episode. <laughs> yeah. 1031, by the way, is Halloween. Yeah. So yeah, I just blew your so we freaking need, mind. Yeah. So we'll, I guess we'll have to have you on the 2011th one, too, to make uh, it 1031, 2011. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. How's everybody doing? Doing fine. Yeah? Yo. You guys doing good? Pretty good. Mm. I'm, I'm stoked. Um, I am uh, fairly certain that a spider bit me in the eye. Jeez, eye? man. Yeah, have you guys noticed today that like this eyelid is yeah. sort of swollen? Yeah. Oh, you're Fucking, right. If you look at it, yeah, I don't I don't know what happened, but I'm, fair, I'm fairly certain that it was wow. a spider or an ant that decided, you know what, I'm just going to bite this guy in the eye. Wow. Later. Maybe so. it planted eggs. I, I'm, you know, we can hope. <laughs> did you did you hear about the MLB the uh, the baseball pitcher who had a moth fly in his ear? <gasps> yeah. Okay. So like a couple weeks ago, uh, like Yah- while playing, like Yahoo uh, put the story up, and uh, this uh, pitcher for I think the Cardinals. Uh, I could be wrong on the team, but um, he's pitching, and then all of a sudden he freaks out because a moth flew onto his ear and crawled into his freaking eardrum <laughs> and apparently i mean people who commented below were like it is the most painful experience you could ever imagine because that eardrum there's this creature beating on it yeah. which it's tapping yeah but that tap or feels it's just like walking 100 right. tons and then some people were like yeah like my mom had a spider in her i was her just ear. gonna say that my mom had a spider in her ear okay and it laid eggs no, no, but it was like she, like for weeks, she was like, "What's that sound?" And she was hearing like thump, 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 thump. Yeah, and it was literally walking around on her eardrum, and and it hurt, and she didn't know. Oh spiders in there, no eggs that I know of. Gross. Wow. Well, uh, you know, anyway. I, if I just get bit on the eye <laughs> and I have to deal with just this weird pain, you know, because I'm constantly you rubbing do it. you're like, rubbing the hell out of it. I can't stop. There's it. probably no bite. You just keep rubbing it and making but, it worse. Yeah, but if there's eggs and they burst out, everybody gets a show. You're so. a scab picker, aren't you? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Nail biter. Nail biter. Scab yeah. picker. Nail biter. I'm sort of. I'm yeah. I'm I'm obsessed with. I'm a scab picker. I pick scabs. Yeah. Yeah. I got a I'm running t- one on the bottom of my foot right now. <laughs> cool, cool story. <laughs> hey, uh, you know what else is cool story? <laughs> Going around the internet and collecting recon. Okay, this first story uh, comes from Yahoo News. I'm pretty sure you guys probably saw it, and I know all the ladies saw it. Um, so, <laughs> ladies, well, <laughs> there uh, is a discovery out in space. Uh, the super high pressure of the planet. Okay, so a new planet was discovered. Uh, It orbits a rapidly pulsing neutron star 
and it is made of carbon. And the high pressure of the atmosphere, just the, uh, the situation there, it's made the carbon crystallize into an actual diamond. So it's a, they found a planet that's a diamond. It's just a solid. It's the yeah. whole thing. It, it's five it's times diamond land. Five times the size of Earth, and it's just one big crystal chunk of carbon diamond and it's still not enough for most women <laughs> well, i was gonna say it was it was cool until jay-z went and grabbed it and just put it on <laughs> oh, beyonce's oh. finger that's pregnant <laughs> yep <laughs> yep i just I watched the bma so yeah. Sp- I had spoiler this. alert <laughs> yeah i had this story you had uh, it i had it too yeah I, I, no it was diamond out there planet. Like, come on everybody saw it this is another one that sounds like a plot of a james bond movie you really hell are. yeah <laughs> I want to go there and make armor out of it. Because I'm yeah. going to get the largest diamond hey, in the galaxy. just go and claim it. <laughs> diamond armor? That would First be awesome. person landing there puts up a flag, owns Diamond World, is now ultra rich. Shine a flashlight on one end, it's a Death Star beam. Yep. Or it could have the opposite effect, is it totally just floods the market with diamonds and then they become now useless. Diamonds, yeah. Yeah. It's like driving bought. your diamond car, and you're like, man, I would just love a car made out of wood. Right. Too bad trees are extinct. <laughs> <laughs> also, in this world, trees are extinct. Yeah. That happens. Uh, yeah, crazy. Good story. All right. So, hey, I, Gates, I actually have one to go along with that. Okay. What do you got? Is it in space? No, it's it's about diamonds. Oh, okay. Uh, we need to, uh, now that we have a diamond planet, we we need to be a little you know careful with it right i mean this is diamond planet you don't yeah. you don't just Dude, you don't you just sh- leave it around if you shine a laser at it could you imagine how it would like bounce off and refract right. and you, what you definitely don't want to do is leave diamond planet in this georgia jewelry store where a dog by the name of honey bun ate $10,000 worth of diamonds what <laughs> honey, <laughs> honey bun honey bun just gulp those diamonds down. What a crappy situation. <laughs> Come on. No, that, was, that, was that, is the, that is how they recovered yeah. the diamonds, actually. Well timed. They, 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 they uh, x-rayed it, found the diamonds, said, yep, that's where they are. I'll tell you where they'll be tomorrow in your hands. Your diamond As has you, been slightly downgraded. $10,000 worth of diamonds. Yeah, yeah. Does that... Does that's, that- that's loose diamonds. Does, it's like a bowl of diamonds. Does that now go on clearance, though? Like, is there any type yeah, who's of... who's buying those... <laughs> Is that is I've that heard ex- of blood diamonds, Why? Yeah, not is, shit diamonds. Is that ex- <laughs> is that acceptable when you're giving it to the girl to be like, listen, huh? I got a really not good deal. You know, I need deal. to tell no. you. You know, there are some girls who are totally into that. Like, oh my dog. Like, I love dogs, and like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's got, it's got a, got a story. special. It's got a cute story. Yeah. Oh, I, I wanted to buy you a ring, but you know, <laughs> and then that's what this she wanted. Diamond passed through. Yeah. You, you, you know, f- you frame that article. Uh, the like the newspaper article right sure that, that's sure. legit yeah i guess <laughs> so legit. plus you got like they gave you all of the diamonds so it's like not only did they get you this diamond ring that's covered in diamonds but we have you know uh, a whole room full of diamonds that apparently went through this what dog if it, so. what if it's a scam though what if they train like the diamond <laughs> the diamond eating dog <laughs> how like did if this I, like professional thief dog get into yeah, the yeah. in the first place i would train a dog Just keep to that eat dog diamonds. away from this planet is what i'm saying yeah, we can't afford to have to wait you know, two days for Diamond Planet. We need uh, Diamond Planet now. That'd be a terrible bowel movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't sound. I mean, are these smooth, loose diamonds or rough? like? I think of cartoonish like. Well, I was more thinking if you ate the planet. Like, oh well, that too. Yeah, eh, maybe it's a smooth though. That's true. Uh, okay, next story. <laughs> Sorry, I don't like brown. Tone. Now that we get into poop again, yeah, <laughs> you don't like uh, brown tone. Did you I, say? I do not. Okay. Okay. Have you guys heard of Wunderland near Kalkar, Germany? 
Wunderland? Um, Wunderland. It, it sounds great. Sounds guten. Okay. No, <laughs> it, it is indeed. All right. So, Wunderland near Kalkar, Germany, cleverly combines a never-been-used multi-million-pound reactor with classic fair rides, including a merry-go-round Ferris wheel and carousel. What? So... It's a it, it's nuclear. It's a nuclear carny? facility that they turned into like a an amusement park. It's still an act, like active. It's where they filmed Zombieland. No, is it? Really? Is it? No, no. I'm, okay. <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't think so. Go Remember look, that um, part with the it, big giant nuclear reactor? No, here's the deal. It was built in 1972, but since then there have been so many protests in Germany that it was never used. Oh. Like that was right around huh. kind of like. There were protests against nuclear power, and then Chernobyl happened. So they built this huge nuclear facility with the cooling towers and everything. And they're saying it's safe because it was never used as a nuclear reactor. Like, Wait they, a second. So it's not used nuclear power now to power the rides? Uh, no. That would oh, make those well, rides no. a lot cooler. Yeah, I'm, I'm out. But still, you get to, like, the swing no, ride where no. you swing around. The, the in worst a cooling thing tower. that you could do to me is take me to a <laughs> nuclear facility and then tell me, oh, get, oh, yeah, there's no nuclear power here. I'd be like, what is the point? I flew how many hours? 40 hours to get here? They should repurpose it and make it like a Simpsons theme. There's 40 rides. I was just thinking of The <laughs> Simpsons. In fact, I was thinking of that episode where Homer gets stuck. Uh, in the uh, <laughs> in the cooling, in, in the cooling thing, thing yeah. and then like they have to spray his the his feet and like everything yeah. and I don't know and you just see his butt he vent no they have to vent the gas right and the venting gas is going to cause the explosion so he just plugs it up with his to which giant butt. to which Bart replies something to the effect of that's not the first time dad's oh no it's yeah. it's the first time that dad's butt actually prevented that's the right. release of toxic that's right. gas. <laughs> Good, yeah, well, good. good that's back when The Simpsons was funny, and so that I, was the golden I stored era. all of that stuff in my brain. Oh, Simpsons yeah. did it. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> South Park. Yeah, yep. yeah. Um, all right. So next story. Uh, you guys have all heard of Google Plus. Sure. Yeah. I haven't started my account yet. I have no? to do that. No, I have to do that. I'm sorry. Um, it just pisses me off. It. I'm sorry. No, 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 please. Another another it's, social network? Is that what you're... Yes. Another another friggin' thing to sign up. Right. And, and the only reason, uh, you know, like Facebook was great at first. It was really cool. Facebook but like sucks now, though. I mean, it. I feel like it's it sucks because like it's like hipster to hate it. But like I, I, I no, still it like it. because it's a terrible, terrible service. I don't know. Listen, everyone out there on Facebook, like, I I need to get this off my chest. When you post those things about insert your dumbass thing here week, that's not true. (laughs) It's not grandchild week. There's no such thing. Or change your profile picture to be like a microphone because it's talk to everybody week. That, all of that stuff is not real. Like they like it's, come on, guys, show it's me fun. where it it's, says come on. that it's not na- because it has been fun. National Daughter Week four times this year. It's fun though. No, it's stupid. Everybody you just gets, don't like girls. Everyone gets to feel like they're part no, of something. I don't like. No, come on. I, I don't like that. What? I don't what? like. You people, don't like to be part of something. I don't like people don't putting like? their profile pictures as their baby. You don't because then I. Imagine all the things that they're saying on their Facebook as coming from the baby, and a lot of it does not make sense, and a lot of it is really worrisome. But it's cute because some of those babies are talking about one night stands and getting drunk. Cute. Yeah, no, I'm, I was just really trying to be antagonistic to oh, his little no, diatribe. Didn't here. work. Well, but. I mean, there's that video of Will Ferrell and his baby. That could be that's, very much a true situation. That's great. Are you talking about Pearl. Yeah, I, I that's not out, his baby. Cussed out the landlord today, bitch. I thought that you know? was his baby. No, that's not so Will Ferrell's baby. No, that's. Adam McKay's. Oh. Oh, okay. Jeez, you guys, get your babies correct. Sorry. 
Right. No, okay, but anyway. Okay, no, so, so I do use Plus, although I don't, I don't post on it. Yeah, I'm ever. on it, but I haven't done anything. Yeah, I haven't. Um, okay, so apparently, uh, who's this guy? Eric Schmidt, the former CEO and now chairman of Google. Mm-hmm. He uh, said that Google Plus was built primarily as an identity service. So fundamentally, it depends on people using their real names if they're going to build future products that leverage that information. So you can't you can't do a funny like I have fake accounts with funny names on Facebook. You can't do that with Google. You're Plus. technically not supposed to be able to do that on you, Facebook either. Well, if they if they find you, they will shut that down. There's not supposed to be fake accounts on Facebook, like Hugh Joiner's account or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Hugh Jean- You can make <laughs> pages and stuff of whatever. Mike, Mike Roch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, point is, they're leveraging Google Plus to be an identity verification system. Right. That's kind of uh, that's kind of messed up. That, I mean, do you see the implications it's in line with there? Google? But right, but How much you're going to use Google for you're going to lose all your anonymity on the internet. Imagine the internet if you have to if you can't say what you want to say in anonymity. Well, but that goes to a larger problem with the internet is that people say a lot of shit on the internet specifically because no one knows who they but are. They wouldn't the ever say that it. stuff. That's in there. the beauty. I agree of it. with you in parts. But you can't take that away from people. That's like a human right. That's you don't a message board. You don't have before. to post but on they're Google. Saying, but they're saying the future of the business is that everything is going to be identity verified. Yeah, so you can't get onto a message board unless you... Then somebody will make their message board where they don't require you to sign up for Google. Yeah. But then everywhere else that you go, you are going to be identified and monitored by Google. Oh, by the way, I have Google in my phone, so they always know where I am. Yeah. They know but every see, single email that, that, that I've I had. I go on Amazon because I would like them to know it's me that's signing up, uh, that's right. buying, you know, all the these cardboard cutouts right. of, and of people. Right, and Skynet was a real good idea until. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, right well, Google now. Google is Skynet. Like, there's for no sure, question. for sure. And it just hasn't turned on us yet. Or sure. No, but, see, okay, so I have heard. Listen, we have this, an Apocalypse Talk segment coming up, and I will address sorry, these okay. fears. <laughs> yeah. but, but, see, go ahead. but until that moment, I'm, ju- I'm jumping <laughs> to that because uh, – I, I keep reading stuff online, and I I don't know the tech stuff as well as right. you guys do. And uh, I read stuff in like I see like Google wants to like access my whereabouts on my phone, or Google wants to blah 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 blah. Like like it's starting to get like I don't know like like how soon do like they scary. implant the chip? That's all I gotta say. How hey, soon? No. It, seriously, like like I'll take that chip uh, right now. Apparently, take uh, it right now. Uh, no, you won't. no, but it, are my fears founded? Like, yeah. is, no, is there, well, they're not fears, man. Listen, they're prognostications. You no, know, what you are saying has nice already been friend. done. But if there's one company that has shown that they are much better than this than every other company out there, it's Google. Like, this is going to basically this is going to happen. There's no way around it. But if there's one person that you want to do it, because Facebook has already proven that they're terrible with privacy. Yeah. Multiple times. Google has proven multiple times that they're actually really concerned about it and good with it. Besides, they are the boss, technically. So since they're most of the internet itself, it really is the... It's like... it's like I want to keep my money safe from the warlord. Like, the safest place would be to hire the warlord by giving him a little bit of my money to keep my money because he is the guy that has the most guns and has the biggest compound. Like, Google is the one... If you could put your trust into anyone on the internet, and maybe you shouldn't, but if you have to, Google is the one to do it. Interesting, because I feel like everything I read about them is like, 
like, hey, privacy is a thing of the past. Like, we're going to know everything about you, blah, 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 blah. Like, I don't know. But then it does freak me out that, like, Facebook can now, like, display my phone number. And, like, I that but all of a sudden one, happened. One, all of those things, those have been around forever with Facebook. And right. two, yeah. but Facebook's awful. Like, yeah, you're, you, are, you are right to be terrified of Facebook. But I, that's incompetence. I think what, what you're going at is that Google is benevolent. And I will say, yeah, sure it is right now. Until they turn the, <laughs> or until, the corner. Or until the people that are running it right now get old and retire. Right. And then the next group. And then group, you take over? No, I wouldn't want well, the big brother takes over. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I would be benevolent too, yeah. though. At first. Well, listen. <laughs> Google did something for me today. Uh, every now and then, we we go around the internet. Correct. I'm all over we, it. We we find these things, and every now and then, I feel like something is packaged for me. Oh yeah. And and delivered on a on a silver platter. There are little fireworks going off it, and and this is what Google has done for me today, guys. There's a new burger joint. It's going to be showing up, owned by Donnie and Mark Wahlberg. No. Called Wahlbergers. What? It sounds mediocre. (laughs) (laughs) Boom, boom, boom. You get the one of the burgers that you can get is the, uh, it's got a little like hint of uh, like mayonnaise in the top of it, and it represents Donnie's character from The Sixth Sense, like the only movie anyone can remember him in. And then you have to shoot it with a gun in the head. And Wahlburger. So, so wait. And, and you eat the Wahlburger, and then you t- say hi to your mom. So, like, Marky Mark is, <laughs> Marky Mark is opening a restaurant. Is he, what they talking. actually yeah. own a bunch of restaurants. They're going to have they funky fries. They don't own a burger joint. Okay. So they're opening. How could they have And not? guess what? There are three Wahlbergs. And the third one, I think Paul Wahlberg? Maybe. Some- He's, got he's actually going to be like running the uh, some of the important stuff. He's, he's going to be doing the fries. <laughs> yeah, brother Paul. Oh, he's chef. He's the chef duty yeah. apparently. So yeah, Wahlburgers. That's, that's, that's awesome. great. Like that's just come on. I'm hungry though. Yeah. Nah, it does make you hungry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, why don't you get hungry for a little bit of the coming apocalypse? <laughs> That bomb lets you know that it's the apocalypse. It's time. Hey, how about um, bad news? Uh, Looks like some vaccine-resistant bird flu is getting out there. I can't take this show, man. (laughs) (laughs) Every time I come on here, I'm like, I'm going to die tomorrow. From but birds. that makes We're you enjoy tonight. Yeah, that yeah. makes you enjoy tonight so much more, and you'll be ready. Would you rather be just like taken a you know like I just, surprised I by just, it? I want God and His sovereignty to give me the chance to play uh, music. One at, more show, like, just yeah, that that kind of epic final show before it's all okay. said and done. Well, you know? but but what if you die and then it's like that next level show and you're like Bill and Ted in the future? Yeah, yeah, uh, that'd be cool. That is an interesting. Scenario. What if the birds Serious. let you play a show? Before they infect you, that's true. It could be birdemic with it's, grace. What if, yeah, what if you get bird flu and then you play a final show and it's the best show ever, and then you die with this the is, final. This note. is a that little would be so hardcore. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you do. You, you would, that would make a great documentary. I'd yep. never get to see. That would yep. get you to Jimi Hendrix status. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's the bird flu. Like guy. if you yeah. bled out of your eyes on stage <laughs> yeah. while just Your final guitar licks. Yeah, yeah. Christopher wasn't taken out by drugs or alcohol. No. It was by, bird flu by a freaking pigeon. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. So this is H five N one. 
Um, I'm saying this because this is a bit alarmist, at like uh, like swine flu was, and like all these other ones. I think that the media jumps uh, quickly on this, so you're probably going to be hearing a lot of hysteria about H5N1. And as of right now, scientists are like, "Yeah, it hasn't actually, it actually hasn't hopped to humans." So. There's yeah, a lot of sick really birds. Out they haven't there yet. Right now. They have but engineered it to do that. Swine yet. flu did, and what what happened with slime, swine flu? It killed the same amount of people, less people than regular flu. <laughs> like we always talk about how bad these flu. Like we have a we have a flu right now that kills millions. It's regular flu. It's been around forever. <laughs> like well, I feel like we discount good old fashioned flu. You get it from humans. Like flu is out there busting his ass. Like do you know how many elderly I take out without even breaking a sweat and no one cares. There's no news coverage about it because I didn't come from birds. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Maybe so that, maybe flu needs like an image overhaul. He needs some PR people out there. <laughs> So, I mean, uh, you know, there's bird flu, uh, but uh, moving on, animals, I feel like, are, are starting, to, starting to step up to the plate. The old human humanities in charge plate. They found in Malaysia a frog the size of a human child. That is awesome. What? Yeah. Wow. Are there pictures? He is, yeah, he's, he's huge. If you kiss it, it'll turn he's into a person. He's 20-kilogram frog i'm not 100 i'm not 100 sure about kilograms but he's is this a canadian frog he has legs <laughs> <laughs> no he's malaysian i went Jose. no i went to canada and i swear to you like at first i was like man this place is so beautiful we went to like um uh the i can't think of it but like the the when you first go into british columbia you go up past white rock and all this kind of stuff and then you go to the Vancouver Islands. There you go. And it was the most gorgeous place I've ever seen. But I kept on getting so pissed off because I'd be like, how fast is 80 kilometers? Or how, or how, how fast? 120? This is ridiculous. How many oh, stakes is mind. this? Yeah. yeah. Or, like, or like when we failed to get gas, $1.20. This is, oh, no. No, because that's not gallons. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and it's Canadian dollars. And I don't know why. Like, it's such a stupid thing, but I was like, it made me feel like angry. Like after a while, <laughs> driving because you around. don't understand. I'm just saying, like, yeah, I right. My and like and you can you can kind it's of my understand arrogant. It's my arrogant American ignorant. Like, think of like someone who's really like stupid yeah. looks at our world and is like, I don't know what numbers are. What is how? What is somebody's? How many of these paper things do I give this guy? Well, if it's a really relativist world, you could say whatever you feel. But in yeah. in this kind of situation, no, you know, it is a certain amount of. It freaks listen, me out. Listen, this dude. thing's twenty kilograms, and it's got the length, the legs, the length of a seven-year-old child. Wow. Uh, the guy's holding it, and it's like this big. Like you can kind of see, oh like God. it is a, is a big frog. Can you? What website is that? This was on IO Nine. Yeah, we couldn't hear you say that. What yeah. website is that on, Josh? <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear the microphone right now? <laughs> it's io9.com. Uh, uh, yeah. But, and, and so what do you do? What do you do when you catch, like, biggest, biggest just giant monster frog? Well, have you watched? Keep it. Do you I would, I would test it. Donate for, it? Have you watched science, Leonard Part it. 6 yet? Because you would know the answer to it if you had. Well, I'm going to tell you what this guy did. <laughs> they cooked that thing and ate it. No! Yeah. Frog it was it French? It, it probably... It, Malaysian. It's skin... They will pro- eat, no. they will eat no, anything in Malaysia. that's definitely Canadian, dude. <laughs> it, yeah. Its skin probably secreted the cure to cancer. And, <laughs> yeah, I know. And they or, ate it. Or those guys got so high. Yeah. <laughs> they ate that. Right. They've never had a trip like that. <laughs> 
I'm, you know, look, giant frogs that size decide to put up a fight. It might be good game. I'd try to mate it with a pig and it, we could recreate. It might be good game. <laughs> it's a great day for Canada, therefore the world. How about, but we were talking earlier, you, you mentioned Skynet. Yes. Um, it's, al- it's almost both, a buzzword both, here. Both Phil and I found this. Um, I don't think we have too much to worry about because uh, <laughs> they, are make, they are making inroads into creating AI right now. It exists. Sure. Low levels. They've got a, a chat bot that they're working on that is, is intended to, you know, what they eventually want is you to be able to chat with this robot and not know that you're, you're talking to a, a robot, that you would think you were talking to another human being. Very advanced in terms of... Cleverbot comes close. That's who we're talking about, Cleverbot. Okay. Yeah, Cleverbot. And there were obviously Cleverbot is in process. They're kind of always working on that. It's heuristic. It's, it's in- still learning. Until... Until you pit Cleverbot against Cleverbot. That could pose a problem. Well, it pretty much exposes that these things are as dumb as dumb can be when they talk to each other. They're only smart when they talk to us because we're dumbasses who are easily (laughs) fooled. Because if you listen to them talking, it is insanity. Okay, to interject... When people talk about certain animals or pets being super smart, like, right. oh, like this breed of, you know, dolphin or dog. My is dog smart. is so intuitive. Yeah. Like, totally. Like, okay. And in my, in my graduate studies, there were therapists who would um, have dogs that could intuitively sense, like, the mood of the room. And it was brilliant stuff. But at the same time, it's like, but it still poops, like, in the middle of the room, you know? Like, it's still, like, a dog. But a lot, a lot of that was probably, uh, I mean, because they've done things where, I mean, there was that cat that kept predicting when people in the rest home would die. Or the cat that predicted the World Cup. No, that was an octopus. That was an octopus. 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 Yeah, yeah. Oh, my bad. I don't know That's about right. that one. But the cat, they, they came up with some plausible reasons for why this is possible. They're like, look... Dogs and cats have senses that we don't quite understand. Like, this cat probably could smell the physiological changes that were going on in a person's body when they are actually dying before we know that they're dying. So a, do- a dog could in, uh, ostensibly detect differences in heartbeats or perspiration and, not, and maybe pick up on that. Not saying that animals aren't intuitive or smart. But or that's not things, necessarily but... intuition. It's more just... But, but Our then, senses tell us the response that, to a right, stimulus right. is yeah. all. Yeah. Right. yeah. So I mean, so these robots though were look. I, I'll play you a little bit of this this talking. These two, so they put they put the chatbot up against the chatbot. They told each clever bot, "Hey, you're talking to this person." They made one a male, one a female. Uh, it. I could take these things out, like right now. I, I would just that. act like a robot. Hi. How are you? Great, you. I'm okay. That's good. Are you good? Yes, I am good. I just said I was. No, you didn't. I said I was. So you are a robot? No, my name is Cliverbot. Yes, you are a robot and your name is Cliverbot. I am a robot. Yes, I know. Together we are robots. I'm not a robot. I'm a unicorn. But you said earlier that you were a robot. I did not. I thought you did. You were mistaken. Which is odd, since memory shouldn't be a problem for you. I've answered all your questions. <laughs> no, you haven't. What is God to you? This just goes on. Like, that they, just sounds like church. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, it just, it, it sounds like, like, 
Well, they're liars. We beat though. the robots by putting another robot up against them and just having them interact because and they will forever be locked. Having them it, bicker. Yes, you know they will because they they bicker and argue with perfect memory, but no like ever ceasing of like okay, I'm just tired of this. I'm I'm just going to give up. Like you win. Like a robot will never do that. So that robot that's like I'm a robot. No, I'm a unicorn. You said you were a robot. I have perfect memory. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Blah blah. blah. Like just go forever. <laughs> Okay. You just need. We can't have uneven amounts of robots. Okay. As long as we have an even pair, exactly, we're fine. We're fine. Well, that would be interesting. That would be interesting if you put a third robot into that conversation. It would be terrifying because that robot would be like, "These guys are dumbasses. I'm taking you guys over." <laughs> yeah. But then you put another robot in there, and he's like, "Oh, oh shoot." I, I think that's a good strategy. I mean, we are always looking for any way we can get in there, right? Yeah. Apocalypse no, averted. I think I, anything that we can get. Well. Apocalypse delayed. There are just delayed. segments of the world I didn't know existed until I met the three of you. And this, <laughs> this makes me so happy. So uh, the best is that like we come up with the same stories all the time. Like Josh and I, like, yeah. like email these things to each other. You know? I remember, yeah, I remember some of the stories last time. I was like, no, no, like the, you know, like yeah. it was predicted that like the robots were going to take over the world at a certain year or something. In the last time I was here, and I don't know, we got a lot of those. It's brilliant, dude. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's been Apocalypse Talk. Hey, how was everybody's weekend? It was hot. Good. It was hot here in California. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to you about that. So I had a I had a cool weekend. Um, I went up to Seattle. Lucky. Um, yes, and and my one of the things I was looking most forward to going to Seattle, uh, aside from all the other cool stuff that I was gonna do. Is like I'm going to Seattle, like Washington. Washington is the bastion of Josh's weather, because <laughs> my favorite days are overcast, cloudy, no sun in the sky. You know, sixty-five degree days. I was there three weeks ago. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And and it's like you can go. You know, go during the summer. You're gonna have a nice day. You go during like August, the end of the summer. It's even better. Except for this weekend, happened to be there uncharacteristically extremely hot weekend where it was the same temperature that it was down all the way down California. It was super hot there. So the one time I get to get away from this heat-blasted desert that we live in, it's just the same up there. Maybe it's you. Terrible. You brought it with I, you. I think so. Like so if, that's so the only if thing we I off could... you, that means we get the good no, weather. No, it's... They said on the thing, the day I was leaving, they're like, tomorrow the forecast is back to our beautiful yeah. normal so weather. You just clouds. You are, you are global me. warming. Right. Yes. Okay. But all it takes is me leaving. When so I, I'm trying to say if we make you leave. I've been here too long. It's, you're like, right. I left okay. and just, it was I'm hot, I'm just looking right? for an excuse to. It takes a while to, for your influence I can fade. give you plenty of other I excuses. need to go to Seattle with you because when I went the same weekend I was there, uh, I went and hung out with some friends, and they're like, "It has only been over like seven, like eighty degrees three days this whole year." Right. And the weekend I was there, it got over eighty degrees. Right. Then when I left, the it went back. Went back. So I think so. If you and I that. go there together, though, it'll turn to two hundred degrees, and everyone will melt. Sweat all that patchouli oil <laughs> out right out of you. Oh, you know. <laughs> I don't know if that's... I think that's more Oregon. Yeah, it? that's I, Portland. That's Portland. like Laguna Beach in Oregon, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, those are a great places, too. I love Portland. Hey, you know. So I went up to Seattle, and I went to the Penny Arcade Expo, um, which was three days of uh, unbelievable gaming goodness. Okay. All 
all flavors. For the uninitiated, when I see Penny Arcade, because I, I love games and gaming, mm-hmm. but when, when I see Penny Arcade, I think of the comic series, yep. and is that the same people? Yes. Okay. Penny Arcade Expo is the guys that made the comic got together in like 2004 and said, we're going to get people together and we just want a game for fun. And it was it was basically them renting out uh, a couple rooms in in um, uh, the convention uh, like a small convention center they had there, and they played Mario Kart Double Dash, and it was just like tournament stuff. Yeah, that was like 2004. It's now like 75,000 people. Jeez. It's the biggest. It's the largest public gaming uh, uh, convention I think in the U.S. And it differs from E3 because people aren't necessarily there to sell it, it new is the games. public. It's open it's to all the public. public. It's, yeah. Press can get in, but largely it's public. And also, its emphasis is on playing. They don't really... They, they, they try to, as much as possible, tell like exhibitors, hey, if you're bringing something, we want people to be able to actually play it. No like, secret entire, video showings right, or whatever. They have entire floors devoted to tabletop gaming, to wow. every type of gaming that there is. They have a whole room called console free play where they have consoles of every type set up and you can go and check out games and just play them up there pinball uh they don't have any pinball i think they would love to put that in there that's more california extreme okay um they have a whole thing for bring your own computer and they have the huge just land area where everybody's got their own computer they're hooked up playing games Mm -hmm. very fun um it's also a great place to see new games that are coming out which i did get to play a lot of those um it was very hot uh Oh, there's some weird things, though. I sat in a theater with about 2,000 people, 2,000-plus people, watching four guys play Dungeons & Dragons. And how was that? It was awesome. But <laughs> I also sat there and thought, like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, how many times did you say that to yourself? A lot. Wait like, a minute. Like, a what, lot. what am I doing with my life? I, I thought, like, dude, why is this? How is this? I, I thought, how is this happening? <laughs> How is this happening? And it was. It was happening, but it was great. I loved it. I waited like two hours for that. You know, at, at our first uh, Brax convention uh, this year, oh, yeah? Brendan and I are going to play Monopoly if anyone wants to watch. <laughs> at, at your house. Yeah. If you want to come you over. You come right? over, though. <laughs> oh, my um, gosh. It was... Okay, so when, when, when people like are like, let's make... Like when Conan O'Brien makes fun of like like Harry Potter nerds or whatever... Like, I feel like that's what he thinks of, but it's like, no, that's not real. But that actually happens. Like, people go to the theater and watch Dungeons and Dragons. Are we talking, like, the tabletop Dungeons and Dragons that people used to play in their garage in yeah, the 80s? Yeah, it, it is Dungeons and Dragons, but the, there is an, a, a different element to it. I mean, these okay. the people that you're watching are sort of internet famous. It is the Penny Arcade guys, and it is the guy from PvP Online, and it was Will Wheaton. So there's also this theatrical element that they're, like, legitimately funny. Okay. And they also did podcasts where it was just them playing. And so now, at this point, it's a, a running storyline. Like, we know who their characters are. Yeah. And so to watch them do it live is like if somebody came and watched... Okay. I don't know why anyone would do this, but if somebody watched us do a podcast live... Oh, they would watch us. Maybe. I did see my favorite podcast, too. I, I, I saw That's the cool. Giant Bombcast live. Oh, which is was that really Jeff cool. Gershman? Jeff Gershman, yeah. Yeah, Giant Bomb. Your favorite one after ours. No, I, that's my favorite podcast. I, <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't listen to it. I listen to our podcast to make sure audio is okay. <laughs> I was here. I don't... No, I love us. I love me. Come on. <laughs> if ever, if everyone could see us right now, they'd see Gates' face right now, and it just went like, <laughs> you jerk. Yeah. 
No, I, you know, I was, I, I didn't want to tell the truth. I'm the same way. I'm not, <laughs> this isn't my favorite podcast. <laughs> what? I'm gonna be honest. This I think, I think that it's sort of like Chris. Is your favorite band your band? No. <laughs> oh, that was a setup. Sort of like, man. don't that you was, need? You don't really like don't your you, music, right? You, yeah. You, you, yeah. No, I mean, don't you I need hate to the listen to I somebody else to get like, who's the, the like? I listen to the podcasts that I say I want to be like. And I want to aspire to, and I don't like. I would never sit here and tell you, yeah, the postcast is exactly where I want it to be, and it never needs to get any different or better. Like, I would always. I would tell you that. Oh, oh God, Phil, that's. I just that's, threw up in my mouth. A that's little. why you're dragging us down, Phil. <laughs> yeah, dragging come on. us down. I would into tell a, you that. It might not be true. <laughs> lowered expectations. Right. No. So, um, no, but uh, Pax was cool. Lots of nerds. You know, my people, geeks. Lot, lots of those too, because different. There's a differentiation between nerd and geek now in the culture. I feel like I don't know what it is. You know that most of us nerds would say we don't like what. Right, like uh, what's a geek and what's a nerd? So I feel like a geek like a dweeb. I feel no, no, no <laughs> like the, you can be kind of like a geek is like oh that's cool they're a geek you know like or as nerd is like ah oh, they still live in their mom's basement and pick their nose like I don't know I know like, I see I feel nerd, like that in I see pop nerd, culture I feel like that's what the message nerd is. is the higher form. I think okay. geek has more social awkwardness to it. Like I, I kinda, like yeah, I, I was geeking out on something. Yeah, like it, it's like people that geek out on Pokemon. They know all the different like monsters and no, like. Okay, but if you're a Pokemon nerd, you're like all my HMs and my HKs are in the right place. What? And, I don't even. You and, lost me. And what there's no way that I would ever use Geodude or Bidoof. But the only what use, did he just say? I only use so, okay. Infernape. <laughs> I, I speak Pokemon, but it's a second language. <laughs> so let me interpret. Now. I I have no like honestly, those are the buzzwords that I know. So like, you know Pokemon. Scott Pilgrim would be like geek, like he's a cool band guy, but he also loves his Legend of Zelda. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, but he still is like affectionately. I have Dungeons and Dragons geeky. miniatures in my closet. I think dork it's expression. <laughs> Do you know the actual? Right. Is this true that the actual what definition of dork that's, is a whale's wang? It's that's, true that people say that. I've heard that. No, said, no, no, but I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I, I, that is the origin of the word. Yeah. And just like geek, the origin of that word is the person that used to bite live chickens off or oh, the really? heads off of live yeah, chickens. Like circus performers. Yeah, like the geek show. It oh, was right. it, it was right. part of a sideshow. Right. The geek was a person right. that bit live heads off a yes. chicken. Like, Could absolutely. you imagine they get home from work? Honey, give me a kiss. No, no. <laughs> you got chicken bites all over I would hope that they would have <laughs> checked into that before they got married to him, and then I would hope that if they chose to marry them, it's because they enjoy the lingering aftertaste. Right. My Free si- poultry. Yeah. My sister said something that will stick with me forever because I sometimes... You know, I, I, I admit I feel a little bit of geek shame, like, <laughs> you know, or whatever it might be. Kind of like... I just inherited so a Sony PSP and uh, two DSs from my brother who just went off to college. And my sister gave me her DS, which has like, she gave me her games with like, like Sweet Life of Zack and Cody and like <laughs> stuff like that. Oh, dude, that's a good and, one. Yeah. <laughs> like basically <laughs> every Nickelodeon show. Love my sister. Love my brother. But I've been playing the games. But and they I was, have terrible tasting games. I was, telling, I was telling my sister, I was like, you know, uh, I, I, I sometimes feel like kind of weird playing like handheld gaming systems and stuff or, you know, cause I wonder what my, my wife thinks. She's like, she loves you for it. And I was just like, best it's, advice ever. Like, I don't know. Uh, that's yeah. the, that's no, the no, thing no, no, I no, keep wait. telling myself wait. about <laughs> my wife for to get it, me through the day. For it or in spite yeah. of it. No, yeah. like she loves about me that I enjoy 
the things that I enjoy. Yeah, like that's, she accepts uh, that's, that's and loves me for who me I am. Going. I keep saying that to myself. <laughs> yeah, there, I mean, there's and, a, and my wife's still here. Tolerance so. goes a long yeah, way. Yeah, I, I often I wonder. I gotta ask, what do you do in the sweet life of Zach and Cody, the video game? I don't know. Uh, it's just like home I, improvement. I saw the, the back game. of the box. Yeah, remember? But honestly, I've been playing PSP a ton. Like, I don't play my console uh, systems right now. Which we can is talk re- about later because I know we got more packs recap. Right. But. Which, but it's really funny because um, you know. The only people that are playing PSPs right now are people that don't didn't have one. Yeah, <laughs> no, you no, know they what? didn't have any PSP at PAX because they were showing off the Vita because the PSP which is dead. looks really cool. By the way, I don't know. I, it it looks the, cool. The concept of having something PlayStation Three level. It is the visual. end of handhelds, my friend. That's what everyone's saying too. Which I don't deny, which is awesome. I, I because don't think the Vita is going to do very well at two fifty. I think you're going to see a quick price drop and. How's that Nintendo 3DS doing yeah, for you yeah, over there? Yeah, oh, I thought yeah. I see, when that news it's broke. Fantastic in my pocket right awesome. here, my friend. See, but when that no, when that news broke, Josh Anderson's face immediately came to mind because I came over and you were showing me like the cool like you know card reader games and yeah. stuff, and yeah. it looked really cool. But then like as, as soon as the price dropped, I like my heart broke for you. Like literally, I was like, that I, sucks. I, it was never any of my money. So I mean, I de- I didn't spend any real money on it. I spent. Like, did it fall? DVD money oh. that I had oh, sold oh. to people for dollars a piece. Nice. So, some of um, which came from me. Some of which came from Phil. Yeah, but uh, no, I, I didn't never actually spend any money, so it was okay. But yeah, it's definitely. Uh, uh, had I waited like a week and a half, I probably would have been like, you know what, I should let this thing pan out first and see, and then maybe pick one up cheap, and then. Well, Nintendo's yeah. Nintendo's philosophy with handhelds. Um, First of all, because I don't travel a lot, I've never like wanted to go out and purchase a handheld system because right. I've kind of not seen how I'd use it a lot. But bathroom, um, bathrooms, a good way to use it. Yes, but it the, is. Um, I don't. I I feel like it's too distracting <laughs> for me, and I don't ever want to play your and 3ds. I'm, by the way, yeah, <laughs> right. um, Phil just keeps on bringing that's it back. The thing, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> no. It's like the, there's a the gravity thing that well. comes up. Is like after can you, I've done can you take it. that I have thing a off? System. Can you yeah, th- yeah that's that on the table. The, Could no, you see that, that no. bugs me even more that you have a system. It's like I already know that what I'm doing <laughs> shouldn't be done. So I've elaborate. I've concocted an elaborate scheme to make this like sort of okay. No, it's totally sanitary. Like if I was going to do that. I would just go for it. No, well, you could have like your bathroom one and your public one, but I, it, it's it's sanitary, I guarantee you. Which I trust you on, but I still don't still want to play your 3DS. Don't <laughs> also, <laughs> take it off the table, please. No, 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 it's uh, offensive to no, us. No, but the uh, uh, but the uh, but because of Nintendo, I feel like every f- four months there's a new version of the DS that came out that was like bigger screen. Now there's a camera now there's a new feature. Right. Now it's more battery power. And now like when the 3DS came out and it has like what, four hours of battery power, three, three, three hours of battery power. I was like more than that. I, I would, I don't know. At like four. play with the 3D on all the way. I do. And yeah, you're going to get about three to maybe four hours. Yeah. But which, but which is like just technology in general. Like I know that it advances so rapidly, but I feel like it's kind of at the point where like, like I can wait. Remember that the, the DS is the best selling anything video game thing. Is that qualified ever. on all versions of it or? Yeah. Like okay. across all the versions of the DS. It's one of the best-selling everythings that had its primary run before smartphones and before the iPhone and the iPad. True. Now that those things exist, you're not going to... Like, 3DS already 
has been what Nintendo would consider. They considered it at the, when they did that price drop, yeah, a failure because it has not sold as much, and now they're considering it to not do, you know, to not be anywhere what they were expecting or hoping, and now they're doing everything they can to try to get people to be invested in it. I think this Vita is going to be. Which it, a PSP again? Like I think that's the best thing that could be said about it. It's yeah. just going to be another PSP, and I think that this is the last time that these guys are going to get heavy into the handheld market. Simply because when you're when you're playing those games, like you know, there's not enough people that care about playing forty dollar games as much as they care about playing something while they're in line at the DM- DMV. Yeah, but sure. and a dollar game gets you by just as well. Well, and, and then some of those iPad games that are coming out yeah. are legitimate contenders for anything that's been on, on the well, DS. But then you have like the social kind of perception of it. Like if I'm in my business clothes and I pull a PSP out of my pocket, right. it's kind of like it's not as like acceptable or whatever. But you're and just if on I your pull phone. my iPhone out. Yeah, or your then, iPad even. Yeah. And iPads do business. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, but you're also missing a major component of the market for handhelds, which is people who don't have business suits and that's uh, a smaller and smaller kids. market every day. No, I'm talking about kids. Right. That right. unfortunately is becoming a smaller and smaller it's market. Smaller too, because still. kids are getting iPhones. I would know. Still. You know what though? It depends because where I used to work, uh, there I used to work in Los Angeles in the ghetto. Every kid had a DS uh, or a PSP. Every kid had one of those things. That and and the, these are kids that like. And for them, it was like a substitute. Like, granted, this is a segment of the population that's right. not representative of the mass. But like, I, I, I was like, if Nintendo just set up a shop down here, they would fund everything. But I'm all the time. No, I'm telling you that that your perception of that is wrong because I'll grant you the generous statistic that fifty percent of those sales went to kids. Yeah, that's fifty percent. That means the other fifty percent is now going somewhere else. That is unsustainable for Nintendo, especially in this day and age where the dollar doesn't go as far as it used to. The economy is not as good. People don't spend their money. And besides, systems aren't what sell. Software is what sells. So if you're not selling those, I mean, people buy their kids one dumb game and the kid gets by with whatever that crap game was. They're not like the the 18 to 35-year-olds that had libraries of DS games. Huge those, libraries. Those are the people <laughs> that they are losing, and that's where their money is. They're not made. losing me. They have They're me. not losing you, but Phil, there's not enough of you. I just bought another game today. Yep, there's yeah. still not enough what of you. What did views. you buy? I actually bought an old school DS game. See? Clarence. Nice. But I can play it on this, though. Yeah, yeah, but you didn't. that's not helping the 3DS sales at mm-hmm. all. It's helping Nintendo. That's all I care. <laughs> is Zelda as cool as it looks? The Ocarina of Time? Yeah. I already played it through regular, and then I beat the uh, Master Quest as well. It's amazing. That's awesome. It's the best version of that game ever. Okay. So, yes. It's also like the fourth. It's still the best. And it's just as good playing through it again. So Cool. So, Neener. But Pax was cool. <laughs> I, s- <laughs> I saw a lot of cool stuff. I saw a lot of, like, you know, current generation games that could never be played on a Nintendo system. <laughs> um, and uh, and I saw a lot of cool panels. Did you see any pillagers up there? Uh, I did, actually. What? Uh, yeah, crazily enough. So, I'm, I'm just going to play this because I kind of don't want to... Re- re- but I ran into... Uh, a, a friend of Pillage Cast. Really? Somebody that we all know and someone that the listeners know. Huh. The listeners have known twice now. So we're going to go ahead and play this. This is my interview at PAX 2011. 
Hey, what's up, Pillagers? This is Josh. I'm in beautiful Seattle, Washington, at the Penny Arcade Expo 2011, and you'll never guess who I bumped into. It is show friend Stefan Frost. What are you doing here? Dude, I'm showing off Wildstar. Uh, we finally debuted this bad boy. We had our U.S. debut here at PAX, uh, and we just showed it off at Gamescom. That's where we debuted it to the world and to Germany. It's good times. It's uh, good times. So this, uh, is this the game that you were talking about on our show that you couldn't say anything about back in, I think, like, episode six? Yeah, that, that's one and the same, and I, I remember talking to you guys before the show, too, where I was like, dudes, seriously, I cannot talk about this at all, so if you're going to bring up stuff, I'm not going to say anything, so. And we didn't push too hard. No, no, not at all, but. No, 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 no. Anyway, you were gracious hosts. <laughs> so, uh, what, uh, other other than the exciting news about your guys' game, uh, what else have you seen here that's that's been cool? Uh, so I've been I was lucky I got to play Mass Effect 3 earlier which is awesome uh, super smooth frame rate it's a lot more action than I recall in any of the other stuff so that was cool uh, did Arkham City which is great you know it's kind of this open world Batman where I could just go from rooftop to rooftop and take out thugs below and they had like Penguin in it and Two-Face and it was Catwoman it was, it was awesome yeah, we, we talked last time you were on a little bit about Arkham City that being like one of those games that you and I both like played all the way through got every achievement like just it, it hit on every I feel like it hit on every level dude well A I'm a Batman nerd so of course I'm going to do it but uh, I was also unemployed at the time so I was like dude 100% happening it had to do it had to do it that's cool that's cool so uh, you just came from Germany like what a couple days before this thing started up yeah so we were in Germany for about nine days uh, it was pretty brutal it was it was weird getting used to the time, and then you know you're like, hey, I now I'm on German time, and then it was like, oh, now I got a GTFO, I go to the states, kind of sucks. But you know, hey, it was a good time. German people are insane with shirts, dude. It was like I was on stage, and there was like 1,000 you know Germans going, Wildstar, Wildstar. It was it was nuts, man. Uh, but it was great. I had a great time. Uh, these dudes were really uh, really entertaining. Um, but. It's good to be back in the U.S. where I can get ice in my drinks and uh, air conditioning in buildings. Yeah, what is up with that? They don't put ice in drinks in Europe. Dude, I don't know if it's something like, oh, we can't, you know, put dirty water in ice form, or I don't know what it is, but God damn it, I love ice. <laughs> it's just like, uh, that saves us. I wonder how much money that really saves. You know, it's just freezing water. Dude, well, I don't think it's like a European demand. You know, if people wanted it, I'm sure they'd get it, but there's nobody there. You know, Also, the sparkling water instead of the regular water, it's like, come on, dicks, just give me normal water, you know? let's. I'm complaining. Like, I, I'm, no, Nothing no. is more is more refreshing on a hot day than bubbly water, dude, right? I... Dude, and I'm—I'm—we're t- totally those Americans too that we went there. <laughs> Carbine is a very raucous uh, studio, and so when we go out to drink, we, we got really lucky because we went to this bar, and this guy was about to close. He's like, "My friends, we're about to close, but you've been multiple days, so we bring you in." I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> so we, we got to hang out, and uh, you know the owners kept coming by and telling us to shush, and uh, but the the guy that was there was just awesome. So yeah, we uh, we were totally that guy. Um, in, in as full a huge effect. group, and, yeah, as a guy. huge as a huge group. We also our lead uh, lore guy is this guy. It's like, man, are you gonna come out with Pappy or what? He's this weird uh, bald. He looks like a baby with glasses. <laughs> a baby that's like two fifty, you know. Uh, but he's a good guy. And he was just insane and just driving people nuts uh, with his very loud uh, third person 
referrals. It was, it was strange. Cool. Well, uh, so you got the game. Uh, that's the big news. Seems like things are going really well with the game. Uh, you know, what, do we have any idea when we can get our hands on this? Uh, you know, A, when it's done is, is kind of the, the point. We'll probably be at most, uh, you know, E3s and Penny Arcades and Gamescoms in the future, but there's no real release date. Um, so we're just kind of, when it's done is, is the, the phrase that's the, the phrase of the show. So you guys are changing your name to Carbine Blizzard, right? Hey, look. Hey, they put out nothing but amazing stuff. <laughs> that's so, true. That you know, wouldn't be a bad if, way to go if, at if, all. If they want to call us Carbine Blizzard, that's okay. fine. So. Well, it looks really cool. I think it's going to be exciting. And uh, what do you got next coming up? I mean, are you... You got a couple months off now for, in terms of conventions, or is there more stuff that you guys got going? So there's Paris Game Show. I don't know if we're going or not. I think we might be there. Paris, Paris Game Show, yeah, which is actually getting bigger as well, but not sure. Um, I'm in a sleep. Um, <laughs> I actually yelled at a dude in my sleep the other night. Uh, it was kind of hardcore. It was my roommate. <laughs> like, so I have... I don't know if I told you this, I have an asshole dog. Like, he's a terrible, terrible dog, and he'll bark at 2 in the morning at, like, crap that's outside. And it could be a leaf. And he's like, bah, bah, bah. so automatically I wake up like a ninja every time and go, shut up, right? And so this dude sneezed at like 1 a.m. And, and I just was Did like, just trigger? dude, I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then I just passed out. And then I was, I woke up the next morning and I'm about to take a shower. I'm like, dude, did I yell at you? Last night? He's like, you did. I'm you like, did. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to yell at you. It's an involuntary thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, do any of you guys else, uh, you ever go in your room with with any of these carbon guys sleeping and you just hear them like, giving the demo or like going down bullet points in their sleep? Dude, uh, no. After, after this long of, you well, know. Yeah, they've given these presentations like 19,000 times. So when we're walking, it's, it's not even songs that get in your head. It's presentations that get in there. So they're walking down the street. He's like, you know, now, we do things a little bit differently at Carbine. <laughs> we, we we have what we like to call momentum mechanics and layered content. And so like, people will be saying that instead of like, yeah, it's just, it's really weird. Uh, but that's that's what gets stuck in our heads. Uh, I guess something's going to get stuck, right? Yeah, yeah usually. Uh, it's usually that or uh, throwing up. So. All right, cool. Well, the, you know, those are both good things. Right. So, uh, All right, well, Stefan, thank you so much for being uh, here while I was here. So I guess that worked out well. And uh, we uh, we need to get you back on the show. So yeah, we'll yeah. have another time where we can just talk about ridiculous things. Anytime. All right, thank you so much, guys. Uh, stick around for more crazy pack stuff. <laughs> wow, Wasn't amazing. that great? <laughs> Dude. You guys heard that, but none of us heard it. So I can't believe he said that. Yeah. So yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was when did she to... become a he? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh. Just kidding. No, no so, I like so, that. So yeah. so yeah, so it was. It was great to see Stefan up there. He had just come from Germany, and to be at PAX, and so yeah. it was cool. It was w- cool for me to see him. Wildstar looks really good. And his game. That so we had. You know, like we said, like he was on the show, and he told us like yeah. I cannot talk about what Dude, it is. And here's the deal: like me and Stefan are tight. Like right. he could have told me, but he didn't. Right. Like he kept it full, one hundred percent secret. Like I'd, I'd ask him for little details, like, "Dude, what are you working on again?" Yeah, it's like, "Oh, just some project." Mm. And they actually <laughs> said that in this day and age, like all these press and magazines were like, "It is the most impressive thing that you guys were able to keep that tight-lipped." Serious, as, as far as so, so uh, the the new new games, Wildstar, which 
I tried my best to get him to tell us when it was coming out <laughs> yeah. and, and to give us some details on, you know, an idea of that. But it's, uh, they, they still want to do some, it sounds like they want to do a lot of really cool stuff. And I did get to meet some of the other people from Carbine Studios. All really cool. Um, they had a really cool looking booth. So I'm pretty happy that they were, I mean, they probably just shipped it over from Gamescom in Germany. But That's cool. Um, it was it was cool to see uh, that setup and and they had spent you know NCSoft was willing to to give this you know ultimately a very you know it's a risky venture anytime any game that's new gets put out it, it's a very risky thing um, they get you know to kind of put that kind of faith behind it I think is cool there's one other thing I want to tell you guys about about PAX it was awesome I went so on Sunday we went to a panel. Um, for a company, the company that put out Duke Nukem Forever, they're putting out an Aliens game, and they also put out a game called Borderlands, which me and my brother, actually me, both of my brothers, and my brother's girlfriend, we spent two days at our house playing Borderlands for two days straight. We did not stop playing. We stopped playing to eat and sleep. <laughs> um, we, we, it was a four, it's a four-player game. We played it. We loved it. So we went to this company's panel because we are hoping to get some info about Borderlands 2, which is going to come out. And um, we, we, it was a funny panel, and everybody on it's you know really funny. And they were talking about all their games. So they were talking about Borderlands. They're like, okay, we want to we want to give some stuff away because you guys come to the panel. And a lot of times you'll get some stuff uh, at one of the panels. They gave out like cloth hats. We've got I got tons of shirts. Um, Frost hooked me up with a shirt for Wildstar, which was cool. But um, at this uh, at this Borderlands panel, um, he they gave us out all this card, and he's like, I want everybody to make sure that they get one of these. And uh, it, it had a card and it had a code on it. And everybody had a unique code. And he's like, okay, so I want to tell you guys what this is going to get you. Um, and, you know, I'm hoping, like, free DLC. Yeah. Uh, pr- like, I was thinking the coolest thing that they could do would be um, give us all the pre-order bonuses from every one of the companies that yeah, you know, yeah. but we just get all of them. Yeah. <laughs> which would be super cool. Or some item in-game or anything. And so he said, we worked out a deal and... Um, Steve Gibson, who is one of the head guys at Gearbox Studios, is like, uh, he loves Oprah. So the code that you guys have gets everyone in this room, 900 people in this room, a free copy of Borderlands 2 when it comes out. How awesome is that? They gave the game away to every single one of the people that were 900 people. Dude. And, And they made us take this oath afterwards to like 2K Games saying like, we appreciate the generosity of 2K Games and we... Look forward to repaying that generosity by buying other 2K games. Basically, saying, "Hey, look, we want to do this thing for you." But to How give cool. away, like, I, I there are is video on it on Kotaku. You can see us in the crowd, like when they said it. But people went nuts. Like the entire wow. crowd just stood up and was just crying, like screaming, <laughs> like we get a, this game is free. Like we all wanted this game. It doesn't come out till like late next year, so I got to wait for a long time. But straight up, like I sign up. Put my address in a thing. Say what console you want it on, and they're going to ship the game How free. Cool. Oh, it's like a physical copy. A physical copy. You can get PC. You can get on PlayStation Three. You can get it on Three Sixty. Wow. Whatever one you wanted. Re- pretty cool thing. Like I'm, I'm awesome. never going to go to. Well, now there's no way to go to Oprah's favorite thing show. But you know, it's like a small taste of getting. They actually made a joke. They're like, <laughs> it's a fr- it's a Camry. Everybody gets a Camry. And <laughs> nobody there really wanted a Camry. Yeah, and then they'd rather have a game. <laughs> and then and then the guy said, he's like, guy said, no. He's like, but you know, you know, Oprah's always giving away free shit. And somebody in the audience was like, it's shit. <laughs> and then they're like, you get free shit. And I thought that was pretty funny. But yeah, so they gave away the game for free, which is pretty cool. Um, that definitely like 
you know, that crowd was there to see that yeah. and to have that. And I saw some other cool things. I saw Skyrim. I got to play it. I saw Batman Arkham City. Okay, so I, saw... I feel like the slate of games that's coming out between now and the end of the year is really promising. Like, uh, anything in the next three, four months that it's you would say, stuff. like... Yeah top three that you saw at PAX maybe um, I would say uh, Mario that's, that's, Kart that's coming out <laughs> yeah uh, new um, I would say in November Skyrim that's going to be one of the biggest games of the year yeah uh, Arkham City yeah like Batman that game I loved the first one of game. the best games it looks I'm, I'm you know we'll see but it looks like the combat is still just as good as it was like Rocksteady for some odd reason like them being real green about this like they're real new and this is the only you know they've only did it once it just seems like they know how to do this batman that i think is going to be another one of those you know best games of the year and then um coming out this year like i pre-ordered the new zelda i i'm a sucker that. not that good no it's it's exactly Josh what is you're a expecting zelda hater no, yeah. phil <laughs> I need to get into my sob story. Uh, no, not I, again. I love Zelda more than you could imagine, oh, but blah. that game, if you like the other Zelda games and you don't want them to change, they're going to like this one. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. So I loved the Resistance series. I saw a little bit of that. Oh, okay. Uncharted 3 is probably the That's, other one that I would say is... Th- I think... Those are the top probably three games. Okay, the whole the whole commentary on our video games art and... My response is, who really cares? Uh, but the uh, the um, that whole commentary, if any game makes a, um, a statement on good storytelling, at least in the action game genre, like, I mean, RPGs obviously have great stories, typically. Right. But uh, I feel like the Uncharted series... RPGs sometimes have good stories, but sometimes they have stories that are sort of you need to create yourself. Sure. Uncharted is, to me, like... It's raw in, narrative it's like presented what, to you in one of the best ways possible it's i think what the indiana jones series should be at this point in the sense of like there's adventure and excitement it's, and these it's things it's indiana jones for this generation yeah yeah especially playing and way games. better than crystal skull yeah well no one can keep like not many games to me make a story where i'm like i want to keep playing except for maybe bioshock where i'm like right. i want to know what happens next and right. i can't put the controller down and there's there's games that like the gameplay is interesting and I want to keep playing because I want to know what happens with the, with the character, but with the story with Uncharted, I couldn't put it down because I wanted to know what would happen next in the story, and that's maybe like two or three tops game series right, right. that I've ever played. I, I think that those are uh, those would probably be my top three for this year. Nice. So yeah, PAX was a lot of fun, um, and it, guess what? It's a fact that it was fun, and know what else? <laughs> know what else? It's time for a fill fact. All right. Well, I uh, picked this one uh, handpicked since we have a musical guest tonight. It's a quick one. Uh, did you guys know? Um, like, you know, you guys are aware that the music industry is tanking as far as like overall sales and all that kind of stuff. That's definitely the recording industry. Recording like, industry in general, like everything's going down. Downloads. You mean the capital big wigs, but not the just fat like cats. physical sales. Even downloads on like iTunes and stuff. Like everything is spiraling. But do you know uh, what one uh, format last year actually made an increase in sales? Any Brax case? Comics. No, no, no. Of music. Oh, oh. it's <laughs> not a joke. This uh, is for real, oh, man. Uh, uh, cassette. No. Because I. Vinyl, vinyl records yeah, are the yeah. one segment of uh, the music industry that actually made improvement. 
it actually has gone up. It's the first Why? time since like I don't know ninety four so or something what, like that. So this is what pissed me off. So another thing in in Seattle, I get to see a really cool band um, play um, in the worst bar ever, <laughs> which was the, it was is called the El Corazon. It was just hot and there was no too the many band the band. band oh the band was the Proto Men <laughs> okay but they All have right. a really cool reissue where they like re recorded their first album and cleaned it up and stuff but it's only on vinyl and i'm like awesome but i don't i have no way of playing that well you can get a a usb turntable for a 100 bucks right now then i i have to do work like just give me those things to download on this that's why people like vinyl you know you're involved with everyone processes information like really differently and so like for me like music like i don't do as well with sitting in a room and listening to it like i have to drive in my car yeah that's that's how i soak in music so That's one thing that's always frustrated me about vinyl. Like if I'm in the, if I'm in a living room and like it's it's a beautiful day and you know I'm or a beautiful morning and I have my cup of coffee and whatever. Like what I want to hear on vinyl is usually like jazz or something like that. Like or something. With a glass of wine. Yeah. It's raining outside. There are fi- a fire in the fireplace. That's how I. And that's some that's jazz. that's probably the best way to interpret vinyl. But like five different ladies in the room. Just my wife. Me in a bathrobe. That too. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I I remember in a flying being, house. I remember being in high school and going to Vinyl Solution in Huntington Beach and like looking at the records and going I. I mean, like, I would just buy stuff because it was cool to buy yeah. records. I know, like, people who have vinyls, and I'm like, well, where do you play it? I'm like, I don't play them. Yeah. Oh, I do. I like. Well, I, I know you. Every day. I know yeah. you, but I know people that would be like, well, just... But the cool thing about the reason it. I mentioned the USB one is that, like, you can take it, you can rip it, and as long as it takes to play a song, and then you can have the MP3 version, sure, you right. can burn a CD, however you want to do it. And a lot of times, the new ones come with a download code. And then anyway. I can actually put it on the torrent sites, and then everybody can get it. So That's I'm just right. waiting for someone else to do that for no, me. No, but, okay, but here's the cool thing. I mean, like, I, I'm not a big fan of downloadable media because I like the concept of owning something physically right. in case any of my data gets corrupted or whatever. And, uh, the I know cloud services kind of answer that question because you can always return to that if your data gets corrupted, but I still like the idea of, at least as I understand those things, but I still like the idea of like with vinyl, like you own it forever, right? conceivably, assuming it doesn't get scratched, but uh, you own it forever. Yeah, but that's and the thing, it doesn't last coming. forever. Vinyl will last a long time though. Yeah. I mean, I have old records from Yeah, I guess vinyl probably holds up better 40s. than like cassettes or CDs. Yeah. Well, the reason I mentioned cassettes is because I, I've been reading stuff online where like some people are having cassettes making a comeback, which I feel like is the worst thing nope. ever. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, not going to happen. But see, what I, I've kind of because I've seen some of that, but I think that's more like but cassettes like not selling from a band perspective. But cassettes didn't have things. superior audio. What they were was portable, and we have better portable solutions. Vinyl right. actually has. There's a tangible reason why people would still like right. vinyl over you know cassette right. cassettes. <laughs> They were fun though, like because you could like save a spot on a cassette, you know. Like right. you can't really do that. Like you could stop it and then pick it back up. Well, no, but like if you're giving it to a friend, like oh, check this one out. I've got it saved for you. There was <laughs> no. Is that what you would say? I'm just saying. I like, stopped it before yes. the song I wanted to hear no, played. Like, you don't but understand. if you turn it over and listen to the wrong side, it's kids. all fucked up. No, you young kids don't understand. Like seriously. I dude, don't call me a young kid. Mixtapes, dude. You I had a yes. I had a two. Tape. I'm I had with a you. Two deck 
tape player that I would record c- my friend's CDs onto cassette tape Just, because this is before we, CDs. We didn't have the money to buy a CD player. But I'm talking about before CD players existed. Well, I know, but I'm saying that I had to slog through that stuff way past when you were already out of it. But you didn't appreciate it because you were at a disadvantage. I did case. appreciate it. It was all I had. No, you that's, hated it. <laughs> that's some some of the first uh, condescension I've ever felt out of Phil. That was interesting. <laughs> yeah. That was amusing. That was amusing. I'm just saying. That was, no, like, that was droll. When I was a, yeah, no, like when I, I, was, I like, just sat up. I four or five years now. old, we had eight track, and that was it because that's all we, we could afford. In our VW van, yeah, no, dude. But there is something to be said about like the way like I remember trying to like impress girls was like check out this mixtape of my favorite bands and like there is something cool about getting a mixtape from like when i would get a mixtape from a friend or like a really cute girl or something it would have been like i, I didn't want to fast forward the song like i'd have to listen to the whole thing and find out right. what next like it just it, the music hits you differently based on its format so that was always cool but i don't know like that's that's kind of the digital things kind of are weird about how that's changing the whole music and how it's received and etc kids today won't know any different no, they're not. That's gonna, I mean, the only thing they'll know. I think though that that vinyl will have like some staying power. I mean, it's not going to take over the world or anything, but right. right. It, I think that's going to last longer than CDs do. Personally, that already has, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Phil, yes. Thank you for the fact. You're welcome. Um, good choice. Any yeah. any news, <laughs> sir? Before we, we before we um, how's this one coming in? Is it uh? And well, maybe we'll safely land this one. Any any can news I, before we bail out of this plane? Can I make a plug? Yeah. What's what's going on with the band front? Yeah. Okay. Thank we you. Have, we get. Are we going to get a new song to play at the beginning of this? Because I'm sick to death of that stuff at the beginning. <laughs> no. Imagine playing it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Actually, yeah, I I I found a new like love in my heart for that song. Uh, from like we recorded a live <laughs> version of I found, it. I found a new reason to love the thing I wrote. Yeah. Because well, I wrote it. I mean, imagine how... Uh, no, I know. You play it enough times, and it's just like, oh. Well, I mean, imagine how, like, that the band that made, like, Eye of the Tiger feels, you know, like, oh, crap. Eye of the Tiger. Playing Let's do another state really fair. about yeah. Sir Rick's, <laughs> Rick Springfield. Yeah. Hey, guys, I wrote a new song. Shut up and play Jesse's Girl. Yeah. And then get off the stage. <laughs> yeah. So that the Rick Springfield tribute band could get up here. <laughs> how long's your set going to be? Five minutes? <laughs> No, he plays he plays Just Jesse's girl over, yeah. five yeah. times because that's what everyone wants. Here's here's the plug: if you can do this, we the devious means check us out on Facebook, sure. you know, facebook.com backslash the devious means. Right. Uh, like us for one because we'd appreciate that. Or follow us on Twitter. But the thing is, we're in this contest right now where if oh, you yeah. download our song um, and you can find the link on our Facebook, but it's through Pop Chips and they're doing this thing where. These bands throughout um, these five major cities, we got selected to be uh, representing like the Los Angeles area, Southern California. You know, one of the the bands for that. If you download our song, it's a f- it's free. It's the song that's at the beginning of the Pillage Cast, and so you can listen to the rest of it and not have me talk over it, right? <laughs> and it it's so it's free, and then you and you don't hear Josh's voice, and right, and then you. Um, you essentially it counts as a vote for the band. If we get enough votes amassed for the band, then um, we potentially get the chance to play at uh, for Spin Magazine, which would be really great. Where so, at? 
in Austin, Texas. And they, they would pay for everything, too, because we be are great. broke on our asses. <laughs> so help us out. That would be That's cool. So go to Facebook. Go to the Devious Means page. Yes. Download the track. Yes. You don't even have to listen to it. So but Download it from yeah, the d- Facebook, from your Facebook. Supposing you've already downloaded it, download again. Yeah, d- do it from our Facebook page. Okay. Uh, uh, even if you download it from the Pop Chips it'll page, count, it'll sure. still count as long as you download the Devious Means. As The song is called A New Sound. But uh, I like pop chips. They're yeah. tasty. Everyone's been talking about. It. I had no idea about it until this contest. So, and if that helps, great. You, know, you just lost it. A little bit. <laughs> you should revise that and say pop chips have been the only chips okay. I've eaten since their inception. <laughs> so, pop chips is my favorite brand of, of chippery. I and, also uh, enjoy them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the only chip I pop is pop chips. Sour cream. And <laughs> Ooh, they may need that. I, I think we just. Yeah, you I should, think they yeah, want. You should them tweet that to us. them. Yeah, yeah. Pop chips. Oh, that's the only chip I ever pop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, very Everybody cool. dance, and uh, <laughs> you guys are continuing to play shows. Yeah, uh, we're, we're we have some some fun stuff in the works for um, December that is not of yet available to be announced. Okay. But then January we we're doing some really fun stuff in the Costa Mesa area. But probably the big news, which I feel like. This is probably going to be most relevant to the show. Yeah, sorry, because <laughs> because we'll we'll snatch up one of those. We're we're uh, we're we're heading back somewhere where you can hear our new songs, uh, freshly recorded. But um, I can't announce anything more specific okay. than that because I might wow. get a little bit of my, mystery. There. My head yeah, cut off by the band. Of. So cool. Yeah. Well, sir Christopher is awesome to have you on the show. Thank you for having me. I love this. Gates it was great to have you here. Yeah, yeah. Phil it was always a pleasure to have you here. You guys are awesome. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. Uh, this has been uh, the Pillage Cast. Catch us on um, on the Twitters at Pillage Cast, on the Facebook, the Pillage Cast, at our website, and send us questions to ask at pillagecast.com. Next week, we are doing a listener show. So um, most of that stuff's already been sent in, but keep that stuff going because we'll keep doing that. And uh, I have a feeling that the listener show is going to be great. So you, I, just, I got a good feeling yeah, about it. Yeah, so, so check it out for your for your labor day you know after your you've already had that labor day catastrophe happen we'll help you out with some with some listener action and uh yeah i think that's about it this has been episode number 31 the pillage cast yeah.